The following is a broadcast service of Kentucky Wesleyan College and WKWC 90.3 FM. Welcome to the Wesleyan Airway, a show where we get to chat with just an innumerable number of very interesting people over a plethora of topics. And today I have... As Mason Leach. And Mason Leach is our newest television star. But before we jump into <laughs> that technique, Mason, thank you so much for coming. And and I know it's, especially this time of year is very busy. We just got back from spring break. Everybody's sprinting toward the end. Although it's 12 degrees outside, it doesn't quite feel like spring break should have already passed. But it has been here. I'm going to start out by asking you to do what I ask everyone, which is to give me a brief summary of your life from birth to the chair in which you are now sitting. So could you do that for us? All right, absolutely. Uh, where do I start? Well, first of all, I'm honored to be here. Um, I hear your Wesleyan Airway quite often, and I've always wondered what I would say if I was <laughs> if I was in this chair, so we'll see how this goes. Um, but no, thank you for having me, and I am... I'm very happy to be here. I am originally from Las Vegas, Nevada, and coming to Owensboro, Kentucky was the first place I've ever lived that wasn't Las Vegas, Nevada. Huh. And so it was a big switch up for me, but I am I am very happy that it happened to me. I love Owensboro. I love Kentucky Wesleyan College, and it's it's taught me so much about the world and, and outside Las Vegas and about myself, too. Um, and yeah, it's just overall been great experiences. And and you mentioned the television star, so um, I've been I've been hearing a lot about that. Um, it's, it's awesome to see the feedback I've been getting from it. But I was a contestant on The Price Is Right, uh, which is actually my childhood favorite game show. So, really? Yeah. So it's pretty pretty neat to be a, a contestant on it now. Um, so who was hosting when you first began watching Price Is Right? Well, of course I knew about Bob Barker, the, the legendary Bob Barker, but I'm pretty sure it was, it was Drew Carey okay. all the way through. Um, so now at my age, it was Bob Barker and he was younger back then. Right. Yeah. And then, and then uh, the last time I saw Bob Barker was the uh, Happy, not, yeah, was it Happy Gilmore? Happy Gilmore show. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he beat up on Adam Sandler. <laughs> Uh, who could forget that? Yeah, that's <laughs> that's a good time, um, and and that's certainly been one of the things that's been recurring since since The Price Is Right has been a relevant thing mm -hmm. in my life. Um, but yeah, uh, Drew Carey, I've been watching him on The Price Is Right for a while, so it was really cool to meet him. He was a great guy in person, um, and even off camera, he was very interactive and and only had nice things to say. He was funny. He talked about his just funny stories in his life. Um, and he made it real personable. Um, that's great. Yeah. So tell me, how did you get onto the show? What is a process? If one were to try to follow in your footsteps, what would, what would a person do to try to get on the prices? Right. Right. Um, so it was actually as simple as an application on, I think it was cbs.com. Um, uh, something my mom has been telling me to do for <laughs> a long time. She, she, every, almost every time. Mothers watch, are always right. Aren't exactly. They? Exactly. And I, and it's my fault I've been putting it off, but finally we were watching The Price Is Right at home while I was uh, it was over winter break actually we were I was back home in Vegas and she was like Mason because they were talking about on TV if you want to be on The Price Is Right go to this website and she was like Mason just just submit an application you never know what's gonna happen and I was like you know what you're right this is long overdue <laughs> so after the fiftieth time she's told me <laughs> so I. Finally, they always say 50 times is a charm, right? Exactly. That's, that's the saying. Um, <laughs> but I finally did and I didn't know what would happen from it. I, um, 
it was it was quite an easy application. Um, didn't take me too long, and I didn't know what would happen from it. And about two weeks later, I think it was, I got an email, and I was like, "Whoa, this is from the Price Is Right," and they wanted to set up a Zoom call interview. So this is the second Great. step of the application process, and it's one of the producers. She she called me. We set up the interview time. She called me, and it was just a brief interview. She told me they love people with energy. They love people that just make the audience excited mm-hmm. and are just happy to be there in general. And I was like, awesome! I, I'm already happy to be here. So this <laughs> is this is this is easy. And so that went well. And she told me that she told me that my online interview was great. So I was I was pretty hopeful. Um, and she said to expect another email quite soon. I think it was about a week and a half to two weeks go by, and I wasn't expecting it to be that long of a wait. So I was like, "Wow, I, I, I'm." You blew the online yeah, interview. I, I, I blew it. It's <laughs> it's over. There goes my hopes and dreams. But um, and then finally, when I was starting to lose hope, I get an email saying, "Congratulations, you're on this show at this time in Los Angeles." confirm that you'll be there and you have a spot. And that was pretty cool. Now, this didn't guarantee that I would get called up onto the show. That was my next question. You, yeah. you go to the audience. It's a fairly large audience. Oh, for and, sure. And, and so they just sort of randomly pick people from the audience to come up front? So, or, or in your mind anyway, you don't. they don't tell you you're going to come up front. Right, exactly. Okay. Exactly. So they had a big group of us. And then once we got there, it was, I think the call time we had was like 10 a.m., Okay. And we probably didn't even get into the studio until about one or one p.m. <laughs> so there was, it's a full day. It's a it's a full day for sure. It's a it's a long process. And um, during this time, they take all the people that they've said to come for this show, uh-huh. and uh, they split us up into smaller groups. And those smaller groups go into yet another interview where they see you in person and they see your energy and and just how you're feeling right before the show, basically. Um, and and again, they're looking for energy. They're looking for yeah. for happiness, um, just over, over energetic. And I, I knew that's what they were looking for. So I definitely played into that. And that's when they decided who they were going to call up. Okay. Um, but you still didn't know. I didn't know. Okay. Um, okay. I, fi- I figured... Because they were they were having yet another interview, even though we already made it on the show, you right. know. Um, so I figured that's probably what they were doing, but um, didn't know for sure. But I figured that's that's why, or if that's a possibility, then I'm gonna give them all my energy, you know. That's and great. Like I said, I was happy to be there, so it wasn't too hard. It wasn't fake or anything. It was right. Well, no, you get to be on TV. You get right. to have a lot of fun. So they call you up. Yes, you go up, and and I have to admit, I have yet to see the show. Oh, because it's okay. I'm, I'm too cheap to have Paramount Plus, but I will see it. Uh, we're, we're getting somebody to DVR it so I can watch it. But you get up, and what is the first thing on which you bid? Um, the first thing was a luggage set. Now, mind you, I studied from what I could because I, I knew I was going to be on the show for about a week, and and I, I did my studying. I kind of browsed prices, but you never know what they're going to throw at Correct. you. That's what, and that was my next question. Yeah. Did you have any idea? Well, and if, obviously, you had no idea what they were going to bring up. But mm-hmm. when they brought up that first, were you happy about that? Were you thinking, this is going to be a bit of a guess for me? Or did you have an idea? <laughs> um, personally, I shop pretty cheap. I look for the 
for the bargain or just the best deal. You know, mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a smart shopper, but on a game show, I don't know how they shop. You know, right, right. Um, so I was I was confident, but it's not like I saw it and immediately was like, oh, I know that. <laughs> so I I thought, okay, I, I thought my all my bids were pretty good. I I thought them out as best as I could. But they definitely did come from a background of semi-guessing, yes. Sure. Well, and and it wouldn't matter if you had gone out the week before and bought those exact luggage sets. Because like you said, you don't know how they're, they are pricing. Right. Are they pricing for a sale? Are they pricing full? Or are they just trying to mess everybody up? Yeah. So you made it to the finals. I did. And and I have to say, I was extremely heartened to see that you're wearing your long-sleeve Panther shirt. Yes. Did anyone comment on that? Did Drew Carey comment on that? Did anybody say anything? For sure. Well, my the shirt I was wearing, it had our logo <coughs> and it had Panthers. It said established 1958 and Panthers. Mm-hmm. And it didn't say Kentucky Wesleyan College explicitly. So as soon as I get up on stage, Drew Carey's like, what's the Panthers? Where are those? And I'm like, it's Kentucky Wesleyan College in Owensboro, <laughs> Kentucky. And he's like, wow, that's awesome. And he said hi to Owensboro and... Yeah, That's was, great. Well, I'm awesome. looking forward to seeing it, and I apologize I haven't seen it yet, but it sounds like you just had a great time. Oh, I did. It was it was an amazing experience. That's, that's wonderful. So let's pull us back to campus a little bit, because it, it is the energy that got you on the show that, yes. that we see here on campus as well. So talk a little bit about your major and how you got into the radio show and, and what other activities. I know you can't talk about all your activities, <laughs> but, but talk about the ones you can and and what excites you? And, and and then also, what do we need to change to attract more students like yourself, to get that energy, to get that vibrancy on campus? What do we need to do? Okay. Um, well, I am a communications major, and I, I have always been pretty outgoing for the most part. Um, and when I first came to campus, I didn't know what my major wanted to be. Mm-hmm. I, I spent my first year undecided, and then I fell into the communications department. I met Great. Dr. Bolin. And uh, some other people that were communications majors, and I was—it was pretty clear that that this is where I was supposed to be. Didn't know I was going to be in the radio station. I never imagined myself being on a radio show, <laughs> but it all just kind of fell in line. Um, and as I saw the opportunities that were offered at this school, I I knew that wow, this is this is this is perfect. This is home, and and I started taking every opportunity I could. Mm-hmm. Um, I. Uh, so as you said, uh, what can what can you guys do better uh, to attract this kind of energy? I just think um, it's more on the students to take those opportunities because I could have very well passed up the radio station. I could have very well said, nah, radio's not my thing. I never seen myself doing a radio mm-hmm. show. Um, and I would have that's looking back, that's ultimately a decision I would have regretted because it's I've had, so much new experiences. I've learned so much that I never would have learned. Um, there's there's amer- amazing instructors here like Derek, who's taught me so much about it. And um, and I don't know. I just I just it's it's these experiences that I've put myself out there that have made me um, want to represent the school and and what it's done for me. And and I think that's. I don't know. I think that's the root for my energy because a lot of a lot of energy 
that you have has to come from some natural place, you know? It does. And I'm glad you talked about, you have to take a little bit of ownership over what it is you do too. And I keep telling people when you're in college, when you're for higher education, this is really your one time to try just about anything. Right. And I went in as an English major when I went to college. I came out a chemist. And I have no idea how that <laughs> happened. It was just kind of funny. There was an explosion involved. But you have to try new things, right? right. And, and obviously, you've taken full advantage. So you have the radio show. You're in communications. And what do you do sort of on your free time? And, and I know you don't have a lot of free time because you're busy. But you go from Las Vegas to Owensboro, and you said it really opened up a lot of avenues for you. Most people would not think of going from Las Vegas to Owensboro, which is a lovely city, don't get me wrong, but you're going from this this megalopolis to a a city the size of about 63,000, 120,000 in the entire county. But you you saw that as sort of broadening your your life. How how is that? Um, Well, this was, I did not realize how busy and hectic and just rushed everything was in Vegas because that's all I knew. Mm -hmm. Um, I knew huge crowds and I knew people that weren't born in Owensboro. I mean, Las Vegas, they just somehow ended up there because their family moved there or, or it was a new city at the time or, or just anything. There was, there was so many backgrounds, so many different stories, so many um, opportunities, but also I don't know, just so many of everything. Mm -hmm. Like I could almost say anything and I could say there's so many of it. Whereas here, it's just every time I come here, everything feels much slower. I could take a deep breath. I can can look around and look at the smaller things instead of always having to focus on the bigger picture and Mm -hmm. And um, it's just very refreshing to me. That's that's the best word I could use. Is it's very refreshing. Well, in a way, I think it allows you to focus a little bit more, right? Absolutely. You're not, you're not worried about everything that's going on around you, which can be a lot of fun. Uh, mm-hmm. And my wife and I lived on the East Coast for uh, almost 20 years. Same thing. You're we're in between Boston and New York, and just everything's going on all the time. And you get caught up in, uh, and it's a lot of fun. But you get caught up in the in the maelstrom, so to speak. And yes, and you get here, and you get to focus a little bit more. But then you get to bring that energy that that rubs off on everybody else. So you're in communications. What is it you want to do when you walk across a stage, get your diploma? You're always going to be a Panther. Yes. But what is it you want? What is what is your next step? Well, I'm I'm personally still still figuring out that next step. But I definitely would love to stay in the communications realm. Um, I love everything I've I've learned here, and I I would love to take it. Uh, further and continue learning in those in those realms. Um, so as far as radio, and then my my secret job that I do at the basketball <laughs> games, um, that would be another of, thing of which we cannot speak. It's almost <laughs> like being Lord Voldemort. You just those are things of which we do not speak. <laughs> um, but I mean, some people would know what I'm talking about. And <laughs> so I love I love performing. I love being. Uh, working in the media, whether it's behind the scenes mm-hmm. or behind the mic or um, just just anything entertainment or along those lines, even like like how I was I was striving on prices right. You know, I was I was I was in a very comfortable position there, even though it was extremely nerve wracking, I must say. I'm sure, but it had to be, be a lot of fun, too. Now, you said uh, you really hadn't been anywhere other than Vegas until you got here. Right. And when you look at your career and you look at what you may want to do, 
do you want to travel with that? Do you want to go out and branch out a little bit or do, or do you, do you want to set roots somewhere? Me personally, I, I am not a fan of, of having things up in the air. I, I do like to have my roots. I like to have my plans and, um, that's something I definitely love, but I definitely love to travel to mm-hmm. and, and seeing Owensboro and, and this side of the country in general has, has given me such a love for just seeing what's out there because even I don't have to go to, to Louisville or Lexington or Nashville because I'm in Owensboro and, and there's still so much to see here. So it's like, I've, I've got a lot to see still, you know, I've, I've got some, some check marks to check off to some places. So, um, it's, it's definitely a huge interest of mine to, to move around and see what's there. But I, I, I'm very comfortable in Owensboro. Um, and if this is, this is, where my where my roots are to to get my feet on the ground and keep keep moving along. I don't know. I I just am always always faithful that things are going to work out how they're supposed to and and yeah, I kind of just keep that mindset and keep moving along. No, that's a great answer. And I, I've had the opportunity to live in, in many different areas. I've lived in eight different states and Owensboro is easily one of the best places where, in, in which I've lived. And, and so, especially with communications, I think you've really picked a strong area. We are out of time. Uh-huh. So I want to give you the last word. What would you tell a person who may be looking at coming to Kentucky Wesleyan College or moving to Owensboro, what would what, what is your advice? And and this could be said with anywhere, but I, I've learned from experience, especially in Owensboro and here in KWC, you get what you put you get out what you put into it. Um you so if you are looking to learn, if you are looking to grow as a person, which there should never be personally, there's never gonna be a day in my life where I'm not looking to grow. Everything you put into it growing and becoming better and learning new things and, and trying new experiences as much as you put in, you're going to get out. And, and because of that, I've, I've, I mean, I've personally, I have options to what I, what I want to do after college. And I wouldn't have, I wouldn't be in this position if I stayed in my room all day and, and said, this is what I want to do because yeah, I, I, if that was the case, I would have never joined the radio station. I would have, I would have never, join the basketball games, work in those. And, um, and there's just so many things that looking back, I'm so thankful that I got into because I put myself out there and I'm so happy with how things have gone. Well, and, and we're so proud of what you've done. Not, not just prices, right, but everything. And with that attitude, you're going to have a great life and it's, it's going to go forward. I always tell people two things, never close the door. Right. And, and, and keep everything open. And I, I got some of the best advice I ever got was a, a person one time told me, you always know about 5% of what you need to know. Approach wow. life that way. You always know about 5% of what you need to know. So you're never done learning. You're never done growing. You're never done exploring. And you hit on that perfectly. So thank you once again. Thank I'm you. So happy you're on the show. You're going to, you are what make this popular. No one ever tunes in to listen to me. They always tune in for the good guests. <laughs> and I've got a great one this time. So for everybody out there, take care of each other and most importantly take care of yourself and until next time goodbye the proceeding was a broadcast service of kentucky wesleyan college and wkwc cannot be reproduced rebroadcast or recorded without written permission by the show's host wkwc or kentucky wesleyan college